Hello everybody and welcome to the Don't Be Mad Podcast. It's a beautiful Tuesday evening. Nice and chill vibes right now. Your boy Lefty Lucky and I'm joined here as always with... Jamali. And we got our boy Tyler in the background controlling the, the camera and the sound. Jason couldn't be with us this evening. He had some uh, car shit he had to deal with, so uh, hopefully it's nothing too crazy. But the show must go on, you know how it is. So uh, let's start this off the right way, man. How was your week? How's the mental health? Oh, it was a blessed week. Good long weekend. Yeah. Got to relax and sleep. It's nice. It's nice. Catch up on some well deserved rest, man. <laughs> I definitely did not rest that much this weekend. Started off the weekend with a nice surprise party for my aunt. I celebrated her birthday. That was pretty fun. And then after that, I was just hanging out with friends and enjoying myself, man, you know? That's what's up. Figured, you know, like uh, one last big weekend of fun before, as you were saying, before the cameras got hot, that summer's over. But it is. It's a wrap. Technically not. It's we followed by the calendar. We still got, a, what, a good 20, 19 days of summer left <laughs> by technicality stance. You all got hopes, bro. Nah. As long as the weather's nice and there's still things to do outdoors, I'll, I'll say that summer's still around, even if the weather's getting a little bit nippy. <laughs> mm, you're a hopeful guy. Yeah, why not, man? You got to have hope for something. With all the shit that's happening around the world these days, it's, it's good to at least have some type of thing to look forward to. Yup. Nah, man. I mean, look, we got Thursday football starting. So, I mean, that's time. one upside of, I guess, summer coming to an end, right? We get our sports back. You know, when it actually is done, then it'll be like a week away that we get like basketball and hockey back. So it'll be like. Basketball starts in November, no? October. October, October, yeah. October. October. I'm quite sure like the. Basketball and hockey start at the same time. Yeah, around the same time, like maybe like a week or two. So we're going into preseason soon. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, like you have like what the uh, Olympic qual- uh, prelims and qualifications that are happening now and i think like once that's done it'll be like maybe a week or two and then you jump into the season so we'll see how that works out but it's good to know that you know there's some sports around the corner because i just feel like there hasn't been enough well i mean you had uh <laughs> football uh soccer started yeah i mean like yeah you got that but for me this is like a, a mulligan season man it's it's seeing like a lot of our youth join up with the team in chelsea and seeing what they do disappointing me <laughs> But, I mean, in some cases, they're doing well. Should be used to it. Used to what? Dude, we want ELS season. Talk about disappointment, fuck. The only time your team ever won. Do you want to have that conversation again? The only time your team ever won. What are you talking about? When did, when did Bronco, the Broncos win? A couple of years ago. Yeah. And then Magics? Okay, that's the one team that hasn't won. Literally, of all the teams I follow, that's the one team that hasn't won. I'll take that. I don't know. Hey, hopefully the Broncos this year do something. You know, we got Joe Flacco. Maybe he won't be a complete <laughs> bust. Hey, in all honesty, I'd rather him over Case Keenum. Flacco. Just saying. Flacco is expired. Just bro. saying. Look, I'm not saying he's he's gonna be a fucking like outstanding MVP candidate quarterback. He but if he be. can not get turnovers and make smart plays, that's already like. Two steps ahead of what Case Keenum was doing. So you know what? Yet to be seen. Let's see how he looks taking those snaps for us. Uh, I don't know about all that. Like I said, man, it's a, I'm just looking at a lot of the teams. Like I'm just 
glad to see that they're back out there. Let's let's make something happen. Let's shake the table a bit. <laughs> so where do you want to begin this conversation? Uh, I feel like the most appropriate place to start this would be with the situation that's happening right now with the Hurricane Dorian, you know? You know, just like seeing a lot of like the videos that were coming out of the Bahamas, you know, like praying for them and hopefully that they get through this okay because there were some videos that you see like people hiding in attics and like water getting into the attic and oh yeah cars are just floating around uh, it's like they're taking videos outside it's just pure water water and winds man that's all you're seeing (sighs) and knowing that that hurricane it's just slowly going over towards florida right now it's like you can only hope that at this point it starts to calm down a bit goes down from what i think it's still a category four they were saying four yeah yeah, so hopefully it drops down a bit. But who knows, man? Who knows? It's just not looking too good right now. It's just sad. Like I was saying off camera, like just a couple of years ago, they got hit yeah. very, very bad. Yeah. And to think like they're just about to like feel like, okay, things are getting better. Yeah. And then boom, uh, it's, it's, you're right back to where you were. And, and mean, like, probably even worse in some cases. And based on like a lot of the stuff I saw, it did look a lot worse than, than what had happened last time. Cause it's not like it was just a specific area that got hit. Like this hurricane pretty much covered the whole Island, you know? And the fact that it was moving at one point and they thought it would just after like maybe like half a day pass through and then you do whatever damage, like it literally like sat on the Island for what, six hours or something six, like seven that? Hours, like, yeah. Just sat in the middle of it. It's like, you're thinking it's going to pass through and now we decide to chill there and just <laughs> like, what chill. the fuck? Like you don't, you can't prepare for that. You know, nah. like there's, you're basically just trying to wait it out and hoping you get through it. Okay. Hoping whatever damage is sustained is something that you can actually work through. And I mean, like it, it's, it's hard to witness, you know, like especially in a situation where there's really nothing you can do, but just hope the storm passes. It sucks, man. Well, I mean, it, it's really like a waiting game and it just like, to me, it's like, I mean, I don't know if you ever lived through a hurricane. Pretty no. scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, St. Vincent's been lucky not to get ever get hit because of the way the island's positioned. But I know when it passes by, you know, like, you just feel like it's like a crazy windstorm times two. Mm. You feel like your roof's getting lift off at some point. And to think, like, people already in those environments are really working with little. And then now they have they're literally pushed back further. Mm. So whatever little they had, they're trying to rebuild from the last hurricane. Yeah. All that is wiped. And I think that's like the thing about it too. It's, you know, you can obviously try to prepare yourself for what's to come. You know, you board up, you get your rations, you do whatever little things you can, but it's just something like of this magnitude coming through. There's really no amount of preparation outside of evacuation that you can do to put yourself in the best situation to survive it you know and oh, knowing really that isn't. it's an island where not everybody has the luxury of just being able to just pick up and leave you're just hoping whatever they're doing to stay alive they're able to do it throughout the duration of the storm and then when it's done whatever cleanup needs to be done isn't something that really sets them back like years at that point you know but well, i think at least a year or two because yeah. i mean i think the idea like you know to literally rebuild is a crazy concept, yeah. right? And so you have to wait a while to assess the damage, even though, they, like, you know, it might take them until November to clean up everything. You know, people losing their life, family, mm-hmm. completely families are wiped out. I think that's probably, like, the hardest part of it, too. It's like right. 
you're looking at this knowing that when it's done, when the water clears, yeah. the devastation that's left behind. And well, then, that's when you really see what's yeah, really left. That, right? Exactly. You know, that's when you were like, okay, how bad was this really? You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of like the same situation that happened with the earthquake right. in Haiti. You know, it's right. like, you know, it's bad. You see it's bad, but until it's over and you get through the cleanup and you see how much has actually been lost, you really can't scale that devastation until it's really said and done. No, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a sad thing. And I, I hope whoever is there, they're staying safe, warm, and, you know, eventually get back to a point, you know, some sort of new equilibrium where they could survive and strive, I guess. Yeah. It's messed up. And I, like I said, it's just one of those things. You just, you pray for the best. You hope whatever they can do, they do to survive. And when they get through it, they get all the help they need to, to rebuild and start over. Considering like this is also the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. This it's is the like the first, like, the first or second one for the season. I think it's technically the second, but obviously like the yeah. biggest one that's no, like of note. noteworthy. Yeah. yeah. I think that's scary because <laughs> it's, it just seems like, I like what really amazed me, like you said, like it just sat there. Yeah. It was just like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm going to just pour yeah. down on you. I think that's what freaked a lot of people out, too, because, you know, you had people in Florida knowing that it was coming, evacuating, or like at least trying to get as far north of the state as possible. And for them, it's almost like a blessing for them that it's at because it right. gave them a bit more time to get away. Especially those coming from the Keys. Exactly. Right. You know, it's like it gave them a chance. Like, if they were like stuck in massive traffic or anything to like, push through and get oh, yeah, through that. They only have that one bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, that happening only left the island of the Bahamas like fucked. You know, like it, it really just made things worse for them. So it's it's kind of like that catch 22 in that sense of, all right, you guys got help to be, you guys got a little extra time, but at what cost, you know? Uh, well, our thoughts and prayers, man. Yeah. One of the few times that's literally all you can do. It's just... There's nothing else you can really do. Like, I mean, as much as you would want to help, like, you don't even know what's done. You know, what's the damage? You know, like, you know, you might, it's for somebody living there, you know, you may not have your neighbors or you may not yourself have your own uh, place. You know what I mean? So. Uh, Okay. I feel like I'm good with that now. Needed to send that out there. Send those good vibes, positive vibes, man. Hopefully everything works out. Almost definitely. I mean, it's crazy how the environment's acting up. You know, you have the Amazon going, and now this. Why can't the hurricane just go over Brazil? Solve all their fucking problems. <laughs> uh, I think the initial winds that would be blowing would actually spread the fire a bit before it actually. Nah, but the rain would. <laughs> the rain would collapse that shit quickly. Plus, it wouldn't get that far on land before it just gets, like, dispersed. No, it's true. <laughs> that's the only problem with a hurricane. Like, once it hits land, that's when it gets weak. Yeah. You know, it's... You gotta stay over water. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that would be helpful, though. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Should we just get back to sports? Something nice? Something light? Well, I mean, I guess. Unless there's, uh, I don't know, music you want to talk about. Did you actually watch the... Chappelle stand-up? Not all of it. Not all, but a good portion of it? Not enough to have a discussion. <laughs> Killing me, man. You were keeping up with Master Chef? Not even. Bro, what have you been doing, man? I told you I slept. I didn't even watch. <laughs> I haven't watched. 
Master Chef. <laughs> I think the last episode I fell off was like top eighteen. Top, oh wow! Wow. Yeah, I'm far back. Wow. Yeah, you're you're a good what? I want to say nine episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, dude. Like, you're still at the point where they were showing like two episodes a week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're we're on one episode a week now, and you got to catch up. Oh. It's been pretty solid, man. I don't want to know. Who are you rooting for, at least? Oh. If you can remember the names or describe them, I can help you out as best I can. There was this black guy. I don't know if he was from Tennessee or Florida. Oh, the student? Yeah. Okay. He's gone, isn't he? All I said was okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want? I'm not going to tell you. Watch it. There was him and there was... um. Oh, God. Like, I hope that dummy's gone. That tall, bulgy, giant guy. He's so dumb. What's his name? He's from, like, one of them southern states. Oh, uh... He was so annoying in the first challenge that I watched with like the the celebration challenge. Yeah, he's he's a very like he's a he's brash. He's got yeah. skill, but he's very much like he's not afraid to just like take the reins and be like super alpha about things. Yeah, he needs yeah. to go. Okay, that military brat need to go too. She's stupid. Okay, Sarah, I remember yes, her name. She needs to go. <laughs> uh huh. I can't. I I no her and then you have who else? Ah. Oh. Who do you Yo, want to win? Like, it just seems like you want, outside of like the black guy, you just want like everybody to go. <laughs> no, but I felt bad with it. Like, I watched a couple of challenges and they really, what was his name? Sanjit? Is that his name? The, 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 oh, the Indian dude? The Suba. Indian, Suba. Oh, my Suba God. <laughs> Suba is special, man. Suba I can, was I can chilling, honestly man. say Suba is special. He's one of those guys. Like, is he still there? Just answer that part. He is actually still there. What? <laughs> oh, man. Suba got I'll tell you like this. Steel. When it comes to the team stuff, it's he like, sucks. What is going on? Like on the challenge, you're literally in the back eating chips. Like what are you? Yeah, doing? like he he's he's one of those guys that you're just like he's a space cadet, like yeah. a complete space cadet. But when it comes to just like him cooking, cooking individually, oh, yeah, he looks. Crazy. Even if he's slow as shit, he just manages to get his flavors there. And oh, it's yeah, like it's really, really. He's good. actually been. I feel like he's one of those guys who's really benefited from, you know, just doing enough while another person has like one major mistake. Yeah. So that's essentially why he's still there. I, think the, one of the I reasons, don't see him making the finale, though. One of the reasons why I stopped watching that that designer from New York got like eliminated. And I was just like, yo, she got eliminated on the most weakest of things. Yeah. Like after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to watch anymore. That's how it was. Like, especially now when like you're in season 10, 10 of it, yeah, yeah. it's more a matter of there's certain things you should just know are like the cardinal sins of cooking. I don't think it was like, I think like what happened was like they really just. I don't know. I, I really think they need to eliminate these team shit. Because I think those team shit really sink people. And like, well, you got you to gotta be able to do it in all facets. Because like, their whole thing is like a chef is able to not only just do it by himself, but work as a team. Like if right. Especially if like a lot of these people who are home chefs that are going into this competition, they want to work in restaurants. They want to like have basically their menus out there for the people. No, so I agree. But I feel like in a way, that. I feel like honestly, it's like sometimes people get like put in positions to like people use it as a strategic move put it that way oh yeah of course and i think that's that's of wrong course. well i mean like if you look at somebody like Suba who completely falls apart and becomes non-existent in team no but they don't you gotta admit they don't cheat Suba right they don't <laughs> they don't have no respect for that no, guy they don't but i mean like come on if we're like telling you do it this way like we got to do it quick 
And you're really like, okay, okay, and still standing there like, bro, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I would have a problem too, man. Like, if no. the three, like, most prestigious chefs in the world are looking you dead in your face and say, well, use both hands, put the pan down, and you're like, okay, and still doing it with one, <laughs> like, listen. <laughs> nah, super, super. But he's funny, though, because he really is a space cadet. I remember, I like, he stood out to me. But I don't like the military girl. Like, she's, she's so dumb. She couldn't cook a burger, bro. Like, nothing upsets me more than when you can't cook a burger. Hey, everybody has their thing that... No, bro. Like, that's a their strength sin. and their weakness, you know? Like, she couldn't cook a burger, but she always makes the most amazing steaks. It's like, what do you want? I don't know about the most amazing. Hey, so far, every steak challenge, she's had one of the top dishes. I could see that. It's because it could be eaten rear. That's why. <laughs> you got to catch up, man. That's, no, that's the show that... Yeah, it's worth it. So I'm oh, assuming no. since you haven't been watching MASHF, you haven't checked out Big Brother at all. Oh, nah, bro. I fell off Big Brother. I'm not watching Big Brother. I can honestly say this weekend is kind of, this weekend, this season is kind of weak. I'm only watching Big Brother Canada now. Yeah. That's where all the entertainment's at. <laughs> you know, I feel like Big Brother US is just overplayed and it's, yeah, it's, it's too much. And like, I think the way they cast people nowadays is just for drama and they're not really there to be strategic. They're there to sort of it's like a lantern pod for mm. some other fucking show with on MTV or something else. Like I'm not with it. Yeah, I can I can see that because even like last season, I felt like you had a good two three people in that season that were really about like trying to maneuver their way to win. Like you saw them cutting deals, stabbing people in the back. Like they were about like you I'm, saw it. But wait, hold on. Now that you say that, did you see the first episode of the challenge? Of course. Oh. Dude, I don't miss the like. If there's any reality show that I would like, <laughs> I am gung ho for the challenge. Is it, yo, bro? Like that's the one thing that I'm like, I I will not miss the challenge. Like I'll stay up late if I have to just to watch a challenge. Like I love that. Show. I can't believe what they did to CT, man. Why did they do CT? But like you know that? what? Oh man, it's horrible to do that. Like, but I like the twist though. Yeah, of like that you can twist defect. is gonna that twist is gonna come into play. I don't think he'll defect though. Like I think he'll stay with the uh, the Brits just because oh, he's, he's so pissed off. He's gonna defect. <laughs> Not now. I think eventually Johnny's gonna get in his head, and it's gonna be like, "Yo, bro, come on this side. We're gonna take out Wes and Turbo, and me and you're gonna cruise to the end." <laughs> you know, Johnny has that pitch ready to go. Oh, I'm just waiting to see the first person uh, to do the defect. Like the first one is just like win their elimination and say, yeah, I'm going to the other team and just like shake. You it know, all who I could man. see pulling it off from the Brit side would be Kyle. Kyle looked like a dickhead to pull right. that off. But I feel like it's one of those things too. Like if you're going to do it, you got to do it at like the right time. Cause guaranteed they're not going to let them do it for the whole season. So it's going to be a matter of you're looking at a team. Like let's say like the UK team is getting a little bit weak. Now, if you're on that team and you happen to win your elimination, you might want to jump over to the other side just to be like out of like the weak side, you know? So it's like, how is it going to work strategy wise? Like, are you going to see an opportunity where like somebody on their side is, is really gaining notoriety with people like they have the strategy going down and you just look at it as I'll defect just to basically get in their heads, ruin their game, maybe throw in a, a challenge for them. So I that don't way see anybody on the Brit team being a like a threat. But the thing is, I'm looking at more of like a guy, like you said, someone like Johnny. I could see him going to the Brit side. Like if he gets thrown into an elimination and wins, go over to the Brit side just to fuck with them. 
You know what I mean? Yo, Johnny's my guy. <laughs> and it's like you just guy. use it to like literally get in their heads, pick them apart, throw a couple challenges, knowing that like you're doing it for the U.S. But like I really, but even then, like I re- like honestly when I saw the the U.S. team and I'm like, yo, this team is so stacked. Oh yeah. Like the second I saw Laurel, I was like, oh, yeah, so. like Laurel's a beast. <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. And it's like I'm watching this and I'm like, who is gonna? What? I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't picture. No, it's it's, no. it's like they they really like went Rogan's for an idiot. Heavy hitter. Rogan's man. gone by next episode. I can guarantee <laughs> you, he's so dumb. Josh might play a little bit. Well, the one thing about Josh that you know, like he's actually good in like the physical challenges. So right. it's a matter of you're gonna throw him in. You got to know. Like you're throwing him. You got to throw him in when it's not physical, or if you do it with something physical, you got to throw him with somebody yeah, who can match. Yeah, but they're both. like they have no strategic skills. Yeah, like I watched, not. like Rogan. Remember what was it? Uh, Dirty Thirty, and he was running up the hill and he just collapsed. And oh, he yeah, because like, he's like, I can't go anymore. Yeah, like his <laughs> his whole back situation. Yeah, and bro, it wasn't his back, bro. He was just just weak. Get the fuck hey, out of here. He said he had surgery on his back. And then he shouldn't be back here. There you go. I like mean, if, like the U.S. I'm team. I'm going to take him at his word. If that's what it was, that's what it was. The U.S. team, you have Leroy. Heavy hitters, You man. have Kim. <laughs> Car Maria. Like, you think, like, if they had, if I mean, they took Turbo, which I find to be, like, a smart. No, of course. Dumb move. No, it was smart in the sense of, like, you know you have somebody who literally, like, the last season he was there blew he everybody yeah, out the water. Like the it, water. It was clear, like top to bottom. Like he's a guy who, while everybody's eating and drinking, yeah. he's in exercising, the room exercising, meditating and shit. Like you saw, even like one of the smartest things he did, he was like, "I've watched the challenges for. I know at some point I'm gonna have to eat." eat yeah. So he just like created like this big ass meal that was like a good like four or five pounds of just piled up food, ate it, and just started running on the treadmill for like hours. It's like. A guy like that, you want on your team. <laughs> I think he's, he's going to be the first to defect from the U.S. Nah. Guaranteed. I, I don't Guaranteed. think so. Because I think for him, it's more a matter of he knows. The one thing that I could see make him defect, obviously, it's like he would have to get thrown in elimination. That's the first off. And you know Wes is a weak ass. Wes would be the first to throw him in. Because Wes, I hate Jordan, first of all. <laughs> Jordan annoys the sh- Jordan and his stupid Tory. Those two got to go. I can't stand Tori. Like, oh, she's so annoying. No, I like Jordan, man. No. He's, he's the perfect heel. Like, he's a better heel than Wes and Johnny. No. Because he, he's the type of guy who's like, he knows he's good. He's proven he's good. He's going to be, like, tell you it, like, blunt as fuck, no fucks given. This is what it is. And if you don't like it, nah, he's, throw me in an elimination. I can't stand that guy. From real world, he was a dumb dick. I hated that guy <laughs> from real world. He was so stupid. No, no, no. He's got to go. And I think he's going to go on like uh, like on something stupid. Like I could already see it. Like Oh, it's going to be one of the... He's going to get backdoored back. yeah. by Wes for sure. I can't trust Wes. Wes is like the funniest guy, but I can't trust that guy. <laughs> Yo, Wes. <laughs> he's just constantly politicking oh, like man. it never stops like when he was talking about how like he just dm'd a bunch of people <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> it's like it's non-stop with this guy and like you know it's non-stop but at the same time everybody falls for the shit i don't know if everybody falls for it i just think people play him because he hasn't been effective as of late well he made it to the final for uh, last season last season but before that it was a yeah. drought but i mean like just 
knowing how he is, for him to like have taken some time off, come back, and it's like right back. And he's still a dickhead. Doing bro. the same shit, and it's still working to his advantage. He was like, like, yo, trust me, Rogan. Your name's not going to get called, Rogan. <laughs> and he was like, you know, he's playing them. Like, yeah. That's his job. Like, he, he's one of the smartest people when it comes to just manipulating rookies and making them do all the dirt work for him. He's very good at that. And the fact that we have seasons of tape of him doing this, you would think at some point people would be like, yeah, I know I'm a rookie and I know what you're doing. Fuck off. <laughs> nah, bro. Wes, Wes, I've never liked Wes. Like, I couldn't stand Wes. But I like the way he plays the game. But I just can't stand his, his like, he's too much. He's like, the, like this, him and Johnny's identical. Yeah, Dude, that, he doesn't have a sense of humor. They're two sides of the same coin. Johnny's more, J- Johnny has a more humorous type of way of doing shit. Like, he knows how to antagonize people properly. Yeah. Wes is just like, I'm going to go on to get under your skin, and I'm just going to go. And I'm not going to stop. Yeah, no, I, I like the one thing about Johnny is, like, he treats the vets the way the vets should be treated, he treats the rookies the way the rookies should be treated. And he leaves it at that. It's like, we've done this enough that we know we'll cut each other's heads off once all the all fat the is gone. Yeah. Like, trim the fat once they're gone. Okay, now we can go head to head. But until that happens, we stay away from each other. Which oh, yeah. is why the last couple of seasons, the fact that they've been like going at him. Oh, yeah. Like, they get rid of Johnny fast. Bro. Yeah, it's like, all right. Like, kind of like going away from that strategy. And you're seeing... The fact that this has been happening a lot in the last few seasons, a lot of the vets... Yo, they need to bring back Kenny and Evans, bro. That's what they need to do. They'll never. They Uh, can never come back, and you know that. (laughs) No, they could. Nah. nah. They have to. I think at some point, like, Because them, it's more of... I get what they did, or, well, at least accused of doing. Hey. It's... But I feel like... You need to bring back, like, Evelyn. You need to bring back... Uh, what was her name? She had fake tits, and she used to cry a lot. Paula. He <laughs> <laughs> needs to bring back like the whole gang, oh, old versus new. I think that should that would be a dope ass, dope ass series. But for them, it'd be more a matter for like, are they still in shape? Like, are they like challenge ready? No, I don't think Evelyn is gonna be ever out of shape. No, nah, because a lot of those guys, it's like a lot of them. Well, outside of like Kenny and Evan. A lot of them left just because it was like they were too old for it, man. Like it was it was too much for them. Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. Topics of High Importance, a podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of High Importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? I mean, I remember Evelyn on the island, bro, and she used to complain. She's like, you guys are rationing the food too too little bit. I need seven eggs. And I was like, what the? <laughs> and then Johnny and them was like, yo, we're going to use you. You're going you're gonna to get your eggs. Just don't call her names. Well, I just, the one thing I always look for in this shit is who's going to pop off first. I don't, I don't consider CT and uh, 
the guy from Big Brother pop off. Who, Polly? Uh, no, not Polly. The other dude. Uh, the guy who won Big Brother. Fuck, what's his name? He was hitting on the British chick. Oh, uh, what's his name? I know what his name is, but I just can't. Yeah, but like my... when they were in the bedroom arguing, like yeah. that wasn't a pop off to me. That was just more of CT. Oh, Josh. Just, yeah, Josh. Josh. Just like CT letting off some steam because of the whole situation. Uh, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's so dumb. Like CT was already mad. Like he's, he didn't get picked by the US. And the worst part is like the whole time they're like during the first challenge, he's like, go USA. <laughs> <laughs> Cheering for them so hard just to get like and I, honestly, go I, over there, buddy. <laughs> I really, I really, 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 because they know CT was coming on that show. Oh, of course. What if this was all a plan from the beginning with Wes? And then like later on, like, you know, they show you a little diagram. Yeah, okay. And then later on, you'd be like, yeah, but my key portion was this. And this was our, st- oh, man. No, if, because they didn't know this whole situation of like being able to pick the reserves, but if CT and Wes... No, no, but you got to understand, they didn't know, but then when they happened, they could have seen... Like, because there's a lot of shit they don't show us. I'm sure there's interaction yeah. between them. And that it would just be like, genius. Like, that yo, would be genius. Go on, the, go on that side. Because you're never going to throw in CT. Nobody's going to be brave enough to throw in CT. <laughs> I'm not fucking with that. Like, no one's going to be throwing him in. So, yeah. Dad bot or not, man. You don't want you don't want. Bro, he's man. a tank. <laughs> Unless it's climbing ropes, like, you have no chance against CT. <laughs> he has no upper body strength, he, but he will fuck you up on the ground. Yeah. Like, you remember when you carried Johnny on his back? Yeah, th- but that was a, comp- like I said, that's not dad bot CT. That was, like, like peak athleticism <laughs> CT. When he <laughs> broke Adam's socket, and he's like, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. Adam's yeah. leaking. Yeah, that was that was anger management. CT was like a whole nother beast, man. Oh yeah, dude was fucking psychotic. This guy literally carried Johnny on his back like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that goes down as one of the greatest moments in challenge history. I <laughs> just realized because like everybody sees CT and they're like, oh shit, Johnny's got to go up against him. Yeah, and he's like just had like that crazy fucking look in look his eyes. eyes. Yeah, he was soulless. <laughs> From the second that horn went off, it was and like, boom. Yeah, this is over before it began. <laughs> And Johnny was just there, like fighting, like lifeless, he's like, dangling. He's <laughs> that was a, that was that was that, that goes down as one of the greatest moments, bro. Oh, fuck, man. At least you're watching that, bro. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Caught up on Snowfall? Not even, bro. I haven't watched Power yet, bro. Man, forget Power. I haven't watched none like, of Like, I'm glad things. it's the final season. You know, when it's done, I'm going to do, like, a nice marathon of the whole thing. Because I just couldn't, like, stand the horrible writing and waiting a week after week after week for that shit. I'd rather just, like, cram a whole horrible writing show one shot. No, nah, there's nothing else I'm really watching on TV. We're all just waiting for the sports countdown, man. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And X on the Beach, UK. I don't think, no, they're not doing it. They had filmed it. But one of the people on the show uh, passed away. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so they're scrapping the season altogether. Who died? Uh, I can't remember the dude's name. He, he wasn't like one of like the old school regular oh, dudes. Yeah. Like he was a new guy who was on it. But yeah, like fucked up, man. It really sucked too because from what people were saying, like it was like a really good season. And oh, great. That should happen. So they're like, yeah, just out of respect to him and his family, they're not going to air it. Why don't they just cut his part out? Well, depends. Like, if he was, like, one of the first people in, then... Oh, yeah, it's true. He's there for the whole season. You know, like, you're 
imagine editing it out that's basically like majority of your footage right there gone never here (laughs) you know like you can just like crazy it'd be fucked oh well better luck next year ibiza weekenders are coming back that should be fun (laughs) i like reckless shit but i do gotta watch uh the love island uk version i actually never really uh took the chance to look at that yeah because i was watching the u.s one i was like eh, it's all right Yo, the U.S. ones are whack. Little, yeah, all of them are whack, bro. It's fine. Like they're they're not willing to be as like reckless. Yeah, like to push like push the envelope. They're you not know? reckless. Everybody's very much like too concerned about their image. Whereas in the U.K. is just like, yeah, I'm just here to get what I want. That's it. Oh, bro, <laughs> the U.K. has zero fucks to give. <laughs> like every version of the U.K. shows are just crazy. Yeah, the only bomb. show that really matched up was Jersey Shore. And Gordy yeah. Shore. Like, those are the only two ones. Like, I could say, like, okay, they're equally reckless. Like, what I liked about what Jordy Shore did with their show was, like, they're willing to expand beyond the original cast. Oh, so yeah. It kept them alive. Oh, yeah. And, but the, the, the thing is, when they bring in new members to it, it's like, they're willing to get reckless quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're willing to get reckless quickly. Yeah. And, I mean, you think, like, a show like that, you had, like, Guys moved on to like his, you know, fully grown. All these people are like grown up now, and then they still have all these young Raji's coming on. It's pretty ill. Yeah. Well, you got to keep the lifestyle alive, I guess. Well, shit. <laughs> instead of like Jersey Shore, where everybody's like having kids, looking for love, getting divorced. <laughs> well, who got divorced? Uh, Jay Wow. Oh, she got divorced. Oh wow. No pun intended. The only like drama filled shit that was really going on was obviously uh, Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie's shit with always being on TMZ because him and his girl can't stop fighting and dragging him out of cars. And then with uh, Mike, the situation, because he went to prison. He's out now? Uh, yeah, I believe now he's out because he was there for eight months. Yeah, I think he did like eight-month sentence. Okay, that's light. But his brother yeah. got sentenced. Brother or father got longer, yeah. Brother, two years. Yeah. Anyways, enough of this TV shit. No. Next, what's on your mind? Sports. Well... We could recap that whole Jay Z deal. You're yeah, telling that's me about true, it. True, because now we know what what's going on. Like they're doing the uh, Inspire Change organization, which essentially will be headed by Jay Z, will be affiliated with Rock Nation, and it's to sell apparel as well as throw concerts that will be in cooperation with the NFL, and all the proceeds made from it will go towards different organizations and communities to help. I think they were saying like build better rapport between the community and the police, uh, help impoverish situ- situations, education, like for the youth, things of that nature. So they, I don't think they've announced which groups in particular they're going to be working with. No, I don't think that was announced. That's essentially it, you know, but a lot of people were pissed off about it because essentially what the deal is, it's for Jay-Z and his artists to just put on shows as they were saying, you know, and I, I look at it like, I don't really know what people were expecting of it, like what the grand thing they were hoping Jay-Z was going to come in there and do, because the second they said like he was going to be working on a partnership, especially when a lot of it was circled around like the Super Bowl and him apparently telling people not to promote, like we know what he said to like Travis Scott, but right. like then they were throwing like JD in the mix and all this stuff. But JD where, came out and cleared yeah, it he up. He said it never, like they never had that. He never told him to say that or to not do it. So with that whole situation, I just looked at it as knowing what Jay-Z has his hands in and where his influence ultimately lies. 
I'm not surprised that this is the outcome of it. Nor am I mad at it if, you know, the proceeds that are generated from whatever music they make or whatever songs like they have, shows they put out, apparel they sell, like, sorry, if all of it is actually going to these places and we're, we know where these places are, like not just we're sending it to organizations, but we never get told, then I'm okay with it. You know, like generate your funds, like do it using your artists, you know, make whatever Heal the World songs you want to make. As long as the proceeds actually go to where you say they're supposed to go. But you see, the thing is, like, what I don't get with the public is, like, okay, so this is an opportunity where you literally could affect positive change, mm. right? Like, this is something that the NFL could have done without Jay-Z, yeah. if I'm going to be 100% honest. Yeah, 100%. They could have set up a charity within each of their sports clubs and have you know like how the nba does uh the nba youth program and all these nba africa where they send you know players out there they could have done that Hmm. but i feel like people need to look at it from the perspective of okay like this is something different that they're trying there's always going to be money to be made somebody's going to get paid yeah and to know that jay-z and his wife are some of the the, the people in the, you know, up there in the big donations and they've been doing that with their own money mm. and especially with his production system that he has right now. Like we see all the docs that he's producing, uh, what he's involved in in terms of community outreach. Like why is that such a negative thing? Like if he was to have said no to that, the you would have been happy? Yeah. Like if in five years this do affect change and and I may not reduce crime, it may not reduce this, but it, in fact, better the life of people in areas right now that are deeply affected, whether through lack of information, uh, health, or financial um, uh, stability, then so be it. Yeah. Like, let him do what he got to do. And in five years, three years, whenever you want, then you critique him. You can't critique him now. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, he did the wrong thing. Well, you know, the the whole boycott was never against the NFL initially. And Kaepernick is not saying anything. And his money is not go like I mean, I know he did send an airplane once, I think it was to Houston, or and he did send one to like some hmm. part in Africa. No, he's still doing his work. Like his he's outreach. still doing his, right. his and, outreach as well. Uh, and the the point is like let them do their thing and I mean you could walk and chew gum at the same time. You know what I mean? Hmm. Jay Z could profit from the i don't think he needs the nfl to be exposed like all of his artists that you possibly think he's going to use are already superstar like rihanna j cole himself his wife kanye who else who else is on his label rita aura like all these people are big names yeah. anyway so the nfl is not gonna bring any bigger light to these people and i think if you're gonna use their talent to generate revenue to better the community Hey, yeah, it's a win-win. No, it's like I, I just looked at a lot of it as people were just missing the forest for the trees because they were just seeing this one thing and and treating it as if Jay Z was selling out essentially, and which to me I I didn't understand because knowing a lot of the things that Jay Z's done as far as like the documentaries as well as like the amount of the social justice wars who were right thrown in the jail for protesting that he's bailed out. Like we've seen Jay Z actually 
put his money where his mouth is and actually do, put his time and effort into helping out the communities that now he's going to be in partnership with the NFL to continue that work with. So right. for him to now be a part of that organization and essentially have at least, at the very least, a voice at the table if he doesn't have a seat at it at most, knowing that he can be there, talk to like Roger Goodell, talk to some of the other owners about what are the best ways to actually help and create better rapport with your fans, with your players, with your communities that you're literally involved with because your teams are here. This is a good thing to do. Now, as you said, in three or four years, the things that they said they're going to do aren't happening. You know, like the money that's supposed to be generated for these organizations, these communities aren't actually going there. Now we have an issue on our hands where it's a matter of what's been going on, you know, like where has the money gone? Who has the money? Why haven't these organizations been given the things they were promised? Right. But it's still early. And based on what they plan on doing, I don't see it as Jay-Z selling out. I just think it's another. I think the whole gear in the car, the whole idea of like he's selling out like, bro, if he sell, he sold out a long time ago. Mm. Like he's not new to money. Like there's nothing for him to like massively gain as a result of uh, him you know, being in that position. I think, if anything, like, I think we're lucky to have, in this day and age, it's easy for him to just be like, yo, my family's out of the hood. I don't got to worry about that. Hmm. Let people in the hood worry about themselves. I worried about myself and got myself out. And I think for him to keep reaching back, and we see it, you know what I mean? Like, we see it continuously as much as people hate the whole Barclays deal. Like, that brought a lot of job. It rejuvenated a community that was, you know, poorly affected for a long time, was really going down. You know what I mean? Like, what's a sellout? Like, he's not selling the culture. He's not selling anything. He's using the culture. You know, that's a point of uh, of growing within, you know, hip-hop can't stay hip-hop and just be in a corner by itself. Mm. It got to expand and it's going to reach areas and it's going to morph into things that you may not agree with initially. I think we're our generation or this culture right now is too quick at judging. Like there was no need. There was absolutely no need for the uproar that we saw of him. Like, oh, you know, he should have never made that deal. He stabbed this person in their back. Bro, they're working at the same goal. Mm -hmm. Like at this point, like what I would like for him to at least some sort of information. Is it going to be particular cities every year? Is it going to be, you know, particular communities? Are they going to establish their own mm. uh, uh, organization on the grounds of some of these cities? Like we saw what happened in Chicago this weekend. Baltimore went crazy. I think there was some in the South. You know, all these killings, like real, real problems that A has to be addressed. Does that, man. Huh? Unfortunately, that's what usually happens on a long weekend. Right. So these are things that has to be addressed and has to be, um, you know, looked at. And I think that's that's the next step. Like, at least let people know what they're going to do and how they plan on affecting change. I'm not surprised. I mean, he's big in the whole prison reform system that him and Meek started and Robert Kraft and the rest of them. So I, I'm not surprised that he took that initiative. Mm. Hey power to him bro look it's another step man i mean there's only so many avenues you could take especially when you're looking at 
the situation that was happening within the NFL. Right. So it's like for the NFL owners, for the commissioner, they're looking at who is somebody that we know has the reach and has the understanding of the things that the people want us to deal with. Well, not only that, the experience in doing it too, right? Yeah. So it's like when you see someone like Jay-Z take that lead and be a part of it, yeah, people could be skeptic. I'm not saying you shouldn't be skeptic, but at the very least, see the fundamentals of it through. Like, see what's going on and then pay attention to it. If you are a skeptic, make sure that you hold them accountable if they're not doing something right, but allow them to do something first. You know, so it, it's really just looking at it from that perspective of they are taking steps. That's a good thing. Right. Do you want them to do more? Of course. I mean, like anybody would want but them what to more do more. Could you, what but more that's what could, I mean. It's like. What more could you possibly this do? This is step one. But what more could he possibly well, no, do? No, I'm not saying Jay-Z specifically. No, no, but the NFL, anybody, what more could you do but try? Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like right now, what they're doing here is step one. If something, if a new idea comes out where it's like we could do this that comes from this or is just suggested by somebody else, then that would be step two. But allow this to happen first, allow this to have some type of legs and have momentum and do the things you're supposed to do. Right. So that, all right, now that this has happened, what's next? You know, it's always once you get to a certain point, you look for the next thing. Oh, for sure. But uh, you got to let the first thing happen first. You know, I know people just need to reserve judgment until you have something to judge. Right. And right now you don't have, you have, a business deal. We don't know what it's going to manifest into. Just let it grow and let yeah. it, like, don't cut it down before it starts to blossom. Yeah, I just That's feel like all. it was just a lot of people who obviously didn't have all the information. I don't think anybody had all the information. And even now, we still don't have all the information because, like I said, we know Inspire Change is, like, the main organization that's going to be doing this that's under the umbrella of the NFL and Rock Nation. But right from that organization what are the other ones they're going to be facilitating to and helping so that's something i would want to know and and know what how they actually expect to send the money out to help these communities like is it just what programs are going to you know what percentages etc etc you know it's these are things that are going to come in time as it's being built as it's being organized as the shows are happening and the apparel's being sold and the songs are being made it's right it's all about timing though we got to let it have some time let it breathe you know, and if after this season happens and they started doing things and then we look at it and it's like nothing's happened, bring your pitchforks. <laughs> but even then, like, I feel like it's so funny because the way people go into like these crazy frenzies, like if the ch if you require change that much in your community, then you should gather all the people in your community who's outraged right now mm -hmm. and y'all put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> No, I agree. You know, like, you can't be outraged. Like, don't go cut down a, a solution and you don't have one to offer up. Well, like, a lot of people like to read a headline and react when they're not really doing anything on their own. You know, and granted, you can have a reaction, but at the very least, wait till you know more. You know, you shouldn't have a reaction. No, you can... You can generally have an opinion and a reaction you, you to anything but that, at least that's what I'm saying think about say it that. first but what I'm saying is like a lot of the reactions that happened it was just Impulsive. they heard it it was yeah the headline or they saw like a 30 second clip and they freaked out and it's like we see that happen so often but it's the understanding of wait till you know a bit more before you speak on it hey I just wish him the best I hope something do pan out because obviously there's communities that need that help and Need that support, that structure. I mean, we saw what LeBron did with the I Promise program.
And if they could set up 15 of these, I could see that helping out a lot of communities. Like so. any celebrity sticking their neck out to do more and actually getting it done, I have no complaints about. Bro. I mean, even to this day, like some celebrities don't get the respect that they get, that they deserve, you know, like, because it's not front page news, you know, like yeah. Austin Kutcher with his program where he's helped like reduce human trafficking and all this type of shit. Like no one pays attention to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But let these guys do what they got to do. What's next? What do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. I didn't have much on the docket today. Well, football season is here. Oh, we started what, with what it. Do you think, what do you think your Broncos are going to do this year? I think uh, we're going to have a sustainable two games over 500. Bullshit. We're going to try to fight for that wild card, probably not make it, which will make me happy because I think John Elway needs to be on the hot seat. Why? Because he's not very good at getting quarterbacks. And that's the one glaring thing we have been missing on our team. John Elway. John Elway has not been getting this good quarterback. He got us Joe Flacco, bro. <laughs> like, I'm just putting that out there. He got us Joe Flacco. Well, the, he's probably the best thing on the market right now. Brother. My friend. Do you want to have Eli? Like, we could trade up. I'm very happy to have Bradley Chubb. Amazing. But with that fourth spot, or no, the fifth spot, sorry, where we had to draft, we needed a quarterback. In one of the drafts where it was like the greatest class of quarterbacks we've seen come in a very long time in such abundance. And I know Chubb is incredible. I'm, I'm not mad that we have Chubb. Don't get me wrong. Yo, bro, you dissing right now. But we needed a quarterback. But there was no quarterback for you guys to draft at fifth. Dude, there was a lot more than what we ended up with, which was who? Drew Locke in this draft that just passed? I mean, like, when you know what position you need the most, you got to go for it. And look, we didn't get him. We ended up getting Joe Flacco. Now we draft Drew Locke. You're on the hot seat. In my eyes, you are. And I know you have a great relationship with the Bolin family. That's good for you. But it's all about winning football games, okay? I think you guys will do well. Look, for his sake, I hope Joe Flacco does well. For my sanity, too, and my blood pressure, I hope Joe Flacco does well. But at the same time, if Joe Flacco don't do well. Do you want my stress? <laughs> Fuck no. There you go. <laughs> you can keep that Jan Daniel Jones stress, okay? Just do yourself a favor and don't kill Saquon Barkley this season. I know. I'm really praying. Like, <laughs> yo, honestly, like, if, they're hurt, if Saquon get hurt, I'm They're going to run the ball like 80% of the time. And bro, gonna they're going to run this kid into the <laughs> ground, bro. I'm so hurt, like, right now. No, 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 no. They, I think we need to get rid of Eli. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm glad you finally come to the conclusion that every single person for the last, what, four seasons has come to? <sighs> that it's a, he should have been gone some time ago? It's hard, man. You should have traded him when he had some value? When was that? A good four seasons ago. Uh, no. Maybe like six seasons Way ago. more value than he has now. Well, I mean, he's also who the, old. Who the fuck wants Eli Manning? The retirement home. There you go. That's all. He should go. It's play like when, when he's Florida. gone, he's gone. Like I don't see him playing for another team. No, he's done. He's yeah. gonna retire a giant. That's for sure. Like this should technically be his last season. Just no, bro. He shouldn't. He should pull an Andrew Luck, bro. Now, <laughs> like I'm really. I was hoping he was gonna get like influence and be like, you know what? If Luck can do it, so can I. 
<laughs> just get the fuck out but of here. Do you trust Daniel Jones right now to take the reins? Or you just want to like chalk it up as a tank season and just. Bro, like at this point, I would rather chuck it up. Hmm. Like, we don't have an O line that is reliable. And I don't want Saquon is in his second season. I really would not want to see him get a fucked up injury that yeah. changed his trajectory. Like, no. So, like, just chuck it up. As long as you don't do pick six. Like, that's all <laughs> I'm hoping. And Eli's been very good at that for the last two seasons. Yeah, he's been one of the best. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just can't afford. I'm not watching football this season. I swear to God. Oh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching with a notepad. <sighs> My pro- I already. Ha- I might I, have I to make want- an open letter. Like, from the time, like, they got rid of old El Beckham. And I was like, wait. It's because it's the culture. It's the culture of the locker room. <laughs> Fuck the locker room, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, they're so dumb. Like, they get rid of him, but they didn't pick up Plaxico when he came out of jail. Which would have been a great, a great, great addition. Because you could have got him on the low. And they got him on the low. <laughs> they had the, his rights. He was a giant when he went into prison. Yeah. They had his rights. Oh, God. I just hope maybe, I hate to say this, but you think you can get hurt running scrimmage? Oh, well, don't say that. Just not hurt. Like, don't, don't even, you're wishing injury on your own player. Just no, just a twisted ankle so you could sit out like the first four, <laughs> four weeks of football and then like, close injury. Yeah, like we don't really need him anymore. Like, <laughs> let's just release him. Go join your brother somewhere else. <laughs> Um, nah, but talk you about gotta injury. ride the wave to the end, man. Talking about injury, actually, we didn't even touch on some crazy shit that I read with Kevin Hart. Oh, the car shit. The oh. car shit. That's thing. Like I, I saw it like briefly while I was like at work. I didn't get a chance to read the article, but apparently he wasn't driving the car. From from what you know, I read, he wasn't driving the car. Yeah. But did you see what that car looked like? No, bro. The wreckage is real. Like I'm happy he's at least alive. Yeah. But were they like they were saying he left the scene? Like the crash happened and his security team took him and left the scene. Well, bro, I think they thought like his body, like he has serious back injury. Yeah, maybe the other two people that were in the car, they said they just left there. Which is kind of fucked up. Protect the money, bro. (laughs) It is fucked up. I'm not. And and that's the thing. Yeah, like a lot of people are trying to figure out. Why would he, like, especially with his security, like, flee the scene, leave these two people who were trapped in the car, and just, like, <laughs> fuck off? <laughs> Such a typical Kevin Hart shit to do. He's going to make a, a see <laughs> Like, I don't want to be a nah. gossip dude, but we know Kevin Hart has a history. <laughs> but was it, didn't somebody pull this off last year, too? Uh, <sighs> who was it? Terrence J, no? Terrence J, yeah. Like, getting the crash and then run and leave the other person. Like, and we know who the other person was. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I want to be a, you know what I'm saying? Chatty patty. You know what I'm saying? You chill, but, you know what I'm saying? You put people's business out there, but, <laughs> I mean. Nah, but, like. You kind of got a history. <laughs> oh, man. Like, when I saw the wreckage, I was like, yo. His yeah, see, height, I didn't see the wreckage. I, I, like his I, said, height I just saw definitely like a quick, saved him. Like if he was, was a paragraph anywhere between 5'11 and. Six, you would have even five. Seven, I just think it's six. really messed up that you get into a car wreckage, and you know, thankfully you're okay. He's not okay necessarily. He's alive. Well, the other two people didn't die. But that's what I mean. Thankfully, yeah. I mean, 
if the record, like, like I said, I didn't see the record, but if it's as bad as you're saying it is, it thankfully terrible. nobody's dead. You know, happy you got away safe and maybe just went straight to a hospital or home. You know, and you went to a hospital. Oh man, I, home first, then hospital. Yeah, why would he go home first? He that boy should get out of his system. That boy. <laughs> That boy, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> That's Jesus crazy, man. bro. But like I said, no, I'm, yeah, we could joke up because people are alive. Yeah, people are alive. You know, serious injury, whatever. Like you're alive. That's good. Glad to hear. But some questions. You're Why did you end. flee the scene and go home? Why not wait? <laughs> Why not wait for the ambulance? Considering you were just in a car wreck. Who, no, did, but I'm just who cur- are you not supposed to be, be with? with? That's what I'm <laughs> trying to think. Like, who are you with? In this car that your security thought it best to bring you home. <laughs> but did they release the identity of the other two? Uh, I don't know. Not that I know. Like I said, the, the bit I read was just a small paragraph saying he was in a car crash, went home with the security, then went to the hospital. That was it. That's all I knew. I didn't see a picture of the car or anything. That's cool. Yeah. I want to know who it was. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Maybe it was a Becky. I don't know. Maybe Becky was there. Look, I'm, I'm not here to speculate. I'm just... Hey. It looks fishy. Bro, it, Any, look, it is Anytime fishy. somebody flees the scene, especially like... Look, you get into an accident, a car accident, like unless you're like impaired or anything, like just wait for ambulance police to come deal with the shit. No, no. Like... I, I read the story and I did read something about him going home, but like now that both you guys but are saying like that, that's that's the part that's fishy. trippy. Like, yo, why did you go home? Like, wait, what? Oh, no. Makes no fun. And like, here's the thing: like, was security with him the whole time? Yeah. Did yeah. they show up? <laughs> oh wow! Imagine he called them. <laughs> like, it's fishy, man. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, was it that Vegas girl? Dude, I don't know. I don't oh, know. Man. I don't know. I'm not speculating. I'm just saying it's fishy. Now you're going to be like, let me explain too. <laughs> <laughs> That's his next comedy. Hey, man. He might not have a two. It might be a... You know what? No, I ain't even going to go that far. I'm not, not going to wish bad things on people. No, but if his back is broken, I think you'll be... I think you could be fine from that. If he was nah. able to go home, bro. Yeah. Obviously, it's like serious injury at back broken, but not so serious that he was paralyzed. Paralyzed, anything, right, you know? Right. So... I mean, like I said, it's glad I'm glad to hear that everybody's okay. Now we just need an explanation. Yeah, I told you, let me explain. <laughs> Yankees are currently winning. I don't care about no Yankees, bro. I do. I thought you were a Red Sox fan. What? I don't know. Where did you hear that? I don't know. I haven't Never. watched baseball in years, bro. Never. I mean, I love the Yankees. They're the team I go for. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's not like football's almost here. So I, I don't have to feel hopeless. Um, once August hits, it's all about baseball because, you know, you're getting into that playoff well, run. You know the teams that are going to be in it. So it's like if there's any teams that are like in that wild card well, position, they're after, the ones to watch. After All-Star weekend, the, the whole derby that they have, like that's yeah, when But no, excited. usually it's around like. Mid-August, you really start to see the teams that are pulling away. And oh, it's for like, sure. All right, now we're getting into like the, the mix of what baseball is really worth watching. We'll have to wait to see. Like, How's the Blue Jays doing? Eh, I think they're still uh, either last, second or last in the uh, AL really? East. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, they weren't doing too great. But, like, this is a year where, like, they had a lot of the young guys get called up. So right. it's kind of, like, essentially, like, Chelsea's Guerrero son played for them, no? Yeah. 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 So it's like, you know, you got a lot of the young guys coming in. You're, you're giving them their shot to really just get a taste of the major leagues and uh, get some experience under the belt, you know? Should be exciting. Yeah. I can't wait for Thursday, though. Let's get that number 28, Yankees. <laughs> Go <Thursday>. Yankees. <laughs> Thursday, Chicago Packers, who you got? I'm going Bears, man. No, I'm going Packers. I'm going Bears. I want to see the Bears finally turn it around in the season and, you know, see if Aaron Rodgers is uh, as much of a fraud as people believe he is. He's going to be good. I mean, like, we He's expect, a whole we expect season, good bro. things from Rodgers, but that whole, like, situation with McCarthy and a lot of people are basically saying, look, last couple seasons, you guys haven't been doing it, and you haven't been doing it specifically, so. He got hurt. Like, what do you expect him to do? But now it's you're healthy. Apparently, McCarthy was the problem. He's gone. What are you guys going to do? You know, they, there's a lot of eyes that are on the Packers right now to, like, see if they're going to pick it up now. No, I, I I think they got it in the bag. No excuses, but I mean, Khalil Mack. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a close game. I call twenty one thirteen. No, twenty one seventeen. I don't know what I call, but I just want to see Khalil Mack go out there get a couple sacks. This guy's a tank, bro. Dude, <sighs> now that he's no longer a Raider, ooh, I watch him with a smile on my face. <laughs> the, the better he does, the better I feel to know that John Gruden is an idiot. Oh, he was an idiot to. Oh, he didn't re-sign him, right? Yeah, he, he let him. You let him go. He traded him. He I traded believe. him. Yeah. yeah. What an idiot! Didn't want to extend him. Like one of the greatest defensive linemen. That's in a the no-brainer. League. And you said no, you can leave. Oh, come wow! On. Break the single-season record this year, Khalil Mack. Go for it. Go. I think for he's it. capable of doing that too. The better he does, the happier I'll be. <laughs> Hey, at least Jason's not here to talk about his uh, so-called uh, rivers and uh, lakes and streams. So why are we going to talk about it? Neither am I. I'm not, I just want to touch Fuck on Fuck those it. guys. Yeah, they're <laughs> trash, bro. The never-winding team ever. But anyways, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, I'm starting to get a bit hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a small bite before we came, but apparently it was enough. I had to get hey, some grub. Sounds like your problem, not yeah, mine. Yeah, it is a me problem. I'm hungry. Any last thoughts? Any last words? I mean, it was a hectic weekend. I mean, we didn't touch a lot on what happened in Chicago and those places. But, I mean, I just hope, you know, some sort of resolve happened. And, you know, some sort of comfort to the families that just got affected. Yeah. Well, my, my whole thing right now is just hoping that hurricane calms down a bit you know all the best and prayers and efforts towards the people of the bahamas they well, need it well we're gonna see what it's gonna do to the keys bro yeah it might pick up saying, speed like, as well as it's heading towards florida you know like prayers to them as well man i hope as many people are able to evacuate as they could and hopefully when it gets there it's it, like i said it drops down from a category four and doesn't do as much damage as we saw it doing to the bahamas exactly i yeah. mean crazy man all right i thank everybody huh it was a good episode all right let me close it out (laughs) say that after the mics are (laughs) turned off (laughs) i thank everybody on the live stream and everybody that's listening uh, on their own leisure 
you know as always you can hit us up on uh, twitter on instagram don't be mad pod you can hit us up on facebook don't be mad podcast we are part of the up for network so hit those guys up too and all their individual podcasts that they have you know the scrum lasers on the ride the pokemon one i always forget the name of the pokemon one the pokemon podcast yeah man they talk about pokemon like they go through all the episodes okay, and then like talk about like different obscure things about it i've listened to a couple episodes it's actually uh up for discussions on that too no yeah up for discussions on it as well but i was actually shocked about the pokemon one like it was actually better than i thought it would be those guys are pretty cool yeah, well, <laughs> Um, you listen when you're at work, man. Why not? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. We yeah, out. Love is love.